Takeoff 2022 is on go. Coverage presented by 72 Souls and Kona Brewing. Taking off into the 2022 season, the Cardinals are hoping to soar like never before. The home of Arizona Cardinals football, 98.7 FM, Arizona's sports station. Camp Takeoff 2022 with Arizona Sports Saturday. It is Camp Takeoff 2022. We are live from State Farm Stadium getting you ready for the red and white practice. And it is sold out. So if you were hoping to go and you haven't gotten your tickets yet, well, guess what? I've got bad news for you. There are no tickets left, unfortunately, as Tyler Drake, who we expected to be here a little bit sooner, but he blames traffic, and we'll we'll go with him on that. Tyler Drake from ArizonaSports.com, Cardinals lead writer here with us here on Arizona Sports Saturday. So obviously the fans are excited for today given that it's sold out but why are you excited for today what are you hoping to see today you know i think for me we're just going to be able to see a little bit more of the i guess more of a game mode you know uh throughout training camp it's more of the individual drills you've got those 11 on 11s but i think we're going to see more of that simulated type of actual you know it's obviously not going to be game legit but we're we're gonna get a good taste of it we're gonna see a lot of uh a lot of positions that are up for grabs, see who's starting there, see who's, who's the backup. So, you know, just overall, I think just seeing the X's and O's, especially this week, is going to be really good. What's the play been like so far that you've seen with the Guardian caps on? <laughs> with the Guardian caps yeah. on? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, hey, you gotta. I mean, you gotta give it credit. I mean, Justin Pugh. They might look weird, but he said. I mean, if, if he can be twenty percent uh, safer out there and be able to remember his kid's name, it's it's all good for him. And you gotta agree. I mean, that's what it is. And you know, it does kind of look like I heard you guys talking about it earlier. Kind of looks like bobbleheads, but they're still moving around. They're still, uh, you know, still getting the work in. So that's all you can ask. For. Right. We were talking about how JJ Watt was the one who said that he puts it on and he feels. Well, he didn't. He didn't really fully explain how he was feeling, but you could tell from the presser that he was not feeling up to the idea. Okay, so this has been a this has been a pretty long week. It's been a pretty long off season. You've been out there every day for this training camp, but how have you seen the players handling it? How have you seen the coaches handling everything that's gone on these past few days? Yeah, you know, I think for the most part, it's just for the players on the player standpoint, I think it's just going to work every day and, and not really looking at that outside noise. Dennis Gardeck said it's not really paying, they're not really paying too much attention to it in the locker room. You know, they're focused at the task at hand and just getting better every day. Uh, Cliff, you know, has had a rough go of it just having to talk about things that really aren't normally associated with a training camp, not so much X's and O's and a lot of off the field issues and a lot off the field drama so uh, you know you do have to give I got to give him a little bit of credit just to be able to stand up there and not really shy away from answering the questions that were asked and and uh, yeah it's just a tough go and, and it's never something a head coach wants to deal with you can kind of uh, you could kind of tell he was a little bit annoyed just for the fact that it's another day of getting into things that aren't football before you get into football right now should be it's training camp let's talk about football the X's and O's the guys that are trying to make the roster and instead we're talking about off field drama is Kyler Murray gonna going to play today, Tyler. Is he going to be on the field today? He's been out with COVID all week. It would be one heck of a positive note if he could come out today. So I think if there's a chance he could make it, he could make it. I mean, obviously the five days from when he tested positive are up today. So if he's feeling good, I would imagine he's going to be out there. Okay, good. Fantastic. Because <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I could take anymore with, without Kyler out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, what, it what would about, definitely help a lot of. It would definitely help the morale. I think of just the whole situation how, right now. We were talking about this last segment. How how big is DJ Humphreys getting extended? How, how big is that for this team? I mean, it's it's big. I mean, that, that shows that that's going to be their anchor moving forward for the next couple of years. You know, obviously we know the offensive line situation. There's not a lot of guys uh, signed through the next couple of years. So, uh, oh, nice, nice. Uh, but yeah, so <laughs> getting him locked up solid and just and you could tell he wanted to be here. He, that was his mission to only play for one team, only to play for the Cardinals, and he did it on his own. And, he, and you know, I thought it was really cool. He talked about wanting to be a businessman after the fact, after he's done playing, and this is a step to do it. And hopefully he got some good uh, good, good tips from DeAndre Hopkins, who did it earlier. Tyler Drake from ArizonaSports.com. He's our lead Cardinals writer, joining us here on Arizona Sports Saturday. So now that the offense is pretty much the same that it was last year, who do you think is going to make the biggest impact on offense this upcoming season? Ooh, that's a good one. I would say, for me right now, Rondell Moore. Rondell Moore, why? I just think uh, Sean Jefferson said it said it best. He's everything's wide open. The offense is wide open for him. I, I think he can be he can play every position. He talked about playing every position. He feels comfortable. He sounds confident. I mean, the guy is all about his business. He he sounds like a little Larry Fitzgerald to be completely honest with you. <laughs> and uh, if he can emulate some of uh, oh, what boy. Fitz used to do, if he could do the on the field emulate too, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But I mean, he's just he sounds like the confidence is up, and he and I don't know how it happens, guys, but he seems like he's faster this year, which. Hmm. I mean that's 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 only a good thing. Is he going to run uh, vertically this year? Is he going to keep doing behind the line of scrimmage stuff? Because I'd like to see him catch the ball and pass the line of scrimmage for once. It sounds like the route tree is wide open, so yes. it, it better be past the line of scrimmage. Fantastic. I think I think everybody is in in concert with saying <laughs> it better not. Like he's got to have more average depth of field, uh, <laughs> which is funny because when we were listening to Rondell Moore from yesterday. He didn't necessarily go deep about what his usage would be. Most of it was a deflection on whatever the offense wants me to do, whatever the offense wants me to do. What kind of role will Sean Jefferson have in that now that he's elevated his role to helping more with this offense and getting it set up? I think it's just it's just putting him in the right spots, especially over these first six weeks with, with Hopkins not on the field. It's going to be a lot of who's going to be that guy that can step up. Is it going to be oh, Antoine Wesley? Is it going to be a Rondell Moore? Is it going to be you know Hollywood? Who's, who's going to, or outside of Hollywood, who's going to be that guy that's going to pair with him to make sure this offense stays how it can be, how it can be running? And, and a lot of, to do with that is just making sure the offense is spread around with a bunch of guys. I mean... If nobody gets a thousand yards this season, that might be a good thing because they're spreading the ball around to everybody. Hmm. And it's, I mean, really what it comes down to DeAndre Hopkins, eight touchdowns before he got hurt. That right there stands out to me the most. If they can kind of do that, pinpoint where they need guys really, I mean, they've really locked in Hopkins as more of that touchdown threat before he got hurt instead of the yards guy that we, we've all come to know. So I think he can kind of switch, and maybe that's the Rondell guy. Maybe it's Rondell Moore, man. He can do everything on this field. He is a, a Swiss, I know Swiss Army knife that might not be the best. You know, knife out there, but man, he can really do it. <laughs> uh, moving over the defensive side of the ball, uh, the cornerback room. Uh, oh, yeah. We heard Cliff Kingsbury. I don't know if he was calling out uh, Marco Wilson, but it's as much as calling out that Cliff has done. I feel yeah. like that's Cliff's for because we're all used. To, we were all used to Bruce Arians calling guys names yeah. and stuff. But you know, the jury is out on Marco Wilson. Is what Cliff said. How is that cornerback room shaping up? And who do you see as possibly the starting on the other side of Byron Murphy? 
Yeah, it's uh, that that really that quote really stuck out to me a lot. I mean, I, that was what let off one of my notebooks the other day. So, uh, very you know, it could have been it could have just been that nudge that you know, coach got to give his player outside of the locker room. So maybe it's that, but at the same time, like you said, he doesn't really do that a lot. So to, to really put that onus on, like, hey man, you need to step up to be an every down starter. Like I thought we were entering camp with him already locked in as an every down starter. So you know, for me, that means it's it's it's. Oh, I mean, Byron Murphy, you got Josh Jackson in there, you got Antonio. Hamilton in there and I mean you've got the rookie Christian Matthew in there we'll see how he progresses but I mean that's that's right there that's about the the, that's the room. That's the room. I mean, there needs there needs to be there needs to be some additions for sure. I don't know how you feel about going back to Cliff. I kind of like that Cliff is starting to do a little bit of that. Not like you know name calling or anything, but yeah. he's kind of starting to be that leader of you know. When he was first here for the first couple of years, it seemed like, you know, just on the outside looking in, I'm not close to this team and not close as you are, but like he's trying to be everybody's friend. Of course, mm-hmm. you have players, coach, you can be both things, mm-hmm. but, and the, and the term people in the national media are using was coach bro and all that yeah. stuff. But I like hearing Cliff Kingsbury kind of getting, lighting a fire under guys. Yeah. That just seems like what, a coach needs to do sometimes. I don't know how you feel about that. Yeah, hundred percent. Because that's it's just like you said. I mean, he's a player's coach. I think everybody kind of knows that. And and showing that little bit of hey, you know, I, I I'm I'm still that guy. I'm still a player's coach. But at the same time, like I have no problem telling somebody to you know kick it into gear. And I think that's that's a big uh, big step for him. And I think that shows you know for everybody that questioned that contract extension that this little thing right here is is something that is a positive for like why would you would give this guy. You can tell he's progressing in that regard to not just be that guy who's always going to be his, who's always going to back his players never say anything about his players like if he needs to kick somebody in the rear to get him going i mean that maybe this is the best way to do it tyler drake with arizona sports.com he's our lead arizona cardinals writer i want to ask you about specifically isaiah simmons and look simmons and collins get grouped together i really want to separate them because i think each of them are responsible for the path that they set this season and for simmons quite frankly i don't know what his path is because he's been everywhere and anywhere from what we've heard about the open portion of practice, at least. We've heard a lot of safety. From what you're able to tell us, what have you seen from Simmons specifically at the safety spot? I mean, he's he's moving all over. I mean, yeah, he's, he's working out a lot with the safeties, but in the stuff that we can see, you know, he's not just staying safety. He's, you know, he's sitting in the slot on sometimes. He's, you know, he's on the edge sometimes. He's, he's still sitting with Zavin. So, they, I mean, he is literally the star backer. I, I don't think we can really say, like, where is he going to sit any given game because there's about four or five different spots he could go sit. So, when it comes down to it, I think this is going to be a good example of the red and white practice. I think seeing where he starts out, seeing where he moves around is going to be a, a decent beginning initial you know, look of what we might be seeing in the preseason, who knows how much he plays, and then leading into the regular season. And then lastly, because I mentioned him, Zavin Collins, uh, I want to ask more so about the Mike specific question because Jalen Thompson had mentioned last week that he was getting opportunities with Mike and then Zavin this past week was saying that there was about six or so guys that mm-hmm. were actually getting Mike opportunities. So how much how much control does Zavin have in actually relaying the place from the sideline to the team? Yeah, you know, I think it's it's kind of a feeling out process, I would say. That's what that's what I've taken it as is, is I believe he even said that in minicamp too, that it was kind of a group effort with who's got the mic just to kind of see if there's maybe a diamond in the rough or something like that or the work better so I think Jalen having the mic's huge and I think this is a lot about his progression 
I don't, I don't think it's crazy to say that Buddha and Jalen are probably the two that's probably the best duo in the NFL for safeties like plain and simple I think Jalen is still on the up and up and still can produce at a really high level and, and you've got Buddha who's just Buddha so you don't really have to you don't really have to talk about Buddha but Buddha's like, Buddha it's just I mean let's be honest that's that is that's what's keeping the secondary together right now and it sounds like Jalen has the ability to be that guy that can get the calls and you know it still might be a thing where he's got the call tells it to Zayman Zayman tells it to the guys up front so who knows we'll see Nick Vigil could be in there there's there's a lot of moving moving parts around in that part Tyler Alexander or not Alexander sorry Z- Lorenzo Alexander keeps texting me during the segment so I'm trying to work Tyler <laughs> always good to talk with you you gotta go talk to Cliff Tyler Alexander soon. a yeah. pitcher <laughs> for the I'm throwing names around Tyler Drake with ArizonaSports.com and the Arizona Cardinals coverage Thanks so much for coming on. No problem, guys.